Hi, I'm Shashank Bhargav and you're listening to Three Things, the Indian Express news show. In this episode we talk about Faisal Hussain, a vegetable vendor from UP who was allegedly severely beaten up and died at the hands of three policemen after being picked up for violating COVID-19 norms. But before we talk about that, we talk about India's vaccine shortage in our first two stories. As part of India's current vaccine policy, individual states are required to procure doses from individual vaccine manufacturers. And different states have been trying to do that but have been facing their own sets of challenges. Like last week, Punjab faced a major hurdle. Punjab had tried to acquire vaccine doses from the pharma giant Moderna. But Moderna refused the request saying that it does not supply directly to Indian states. In this segment we talk to Kanchan Vasudev who reports on Punjab for the Indian Express about what happened. Kanchan we now understand that Moderna has refused to supply vaccines to the state of Punjab. Could you talk about the reasons why Moderna has taken that decision? Moderna has written just two line email to the state government saying that uh, they don't deal directly with the states. They're saying it's a policy matter and they neither supply directly to the states or the private parties. They only deal with the government of India. And and what has been the state's reaction to this decision? The government is saying that Moderna is certainly not the end of the world. They have uh, written to other manufacturers also, and they're hopeful maybe something will come out of it. But majorly, they are looking at the global tenders and also the global COVAX facility that supplies vaccines at the lower prices to the underdeveloped and developing nations. The state had written to them already three four days ago, and now they are saying that they have got a favorable response. the facility has said that they will take the matter forward for a discussion they hadn't uh, shut the conversation there and they're saying that uh, they'll discuss it further and they will see and uh, they will try that they are able to help punjab government so the government is pinning all its hope on the covax facility now and the chief minister amrinder singh had also written to prime minister a few days ago saying that the center should procure the vaccines for the states and the states are facing problems with the manufacturers who don't like to directly deal with the states chief secretary vinni mahajan she said that they were expecting such a response from moderna but they just didn't want to you know not try so they tried they tried writing to all the companies and they wrote to moderna also and they saying that maybe all other companies also respond in such a manner like moderna has done so that is why they want the center to take it upon themselves to purchase the vaccine for the states and pass it on like they have been doing earlier And during this time when there has been this vaccine shortage how has Punjab's vaccination drive been going on and how many people have been vaccinated through it Yeah Punjab has so far vaccinated 47.72 lakh people out of the 49.6 lakh doses they had received from center they haven't done bad actually the wastage is less than 2% and out of 47.72 lakh people who have received the vaccine 7 lakh have been given the double doses and in the age group of 18 to 44 they have purchased 4.2 lakh vaccines so far and 3.5 lakh have already been used but the problem is that they are facing the acute shortage like all other states and the vaccination drive was suspended also for last 3 days for some categories although they have set aside rupees 1000 crore for the vaccines they will be purchasing for the 18 to 44 but they have been saying that for last 3 days they didn't have any vaccine they received another lot of 60000 vaccines on sunday so they are providing those doses to people today 
so the camps are back in different parts of the state now this problem that we are talking about here is not limited to just punjab yesterday delhi chief minister arvind kejriwal said that moderna and pfizer both vaccine manufacturers have told them that they will not sell vaccines to states and will only deal with the government of india so what could be the reason that these companies don't want to deal with the indian states and instead want to deal with the central government directly we now talk to indian express's prabha raghavan who answers that question for us so where in a situation right now during this pandemic where yes you have quite a few companies that are making vaccines but then they don't really have enough capacity to supply to every single country and to meet every single demand so companies like moderna and pfizer are one of the first few that had received approvals in other countries in the uk and the us and their capacity had been blocked by all of these countries in advance india was one of the countries that didn't really place any orders or put in any investment at risk into any of these vaccine manufacturers and so for companies like moderna and pfizer to then be expected to supply to a nation of billions of people to be able to actually tailor their supply to meet different states demands would be very difficult at this particular stage because they are in a place where they're still trying to ramp up capacity to meet the requirements of various countries that have already placed orders with them and they can probably spare a limited number of doses at this point to india but it is easier than in that case to send it through the center because after all this is a public good we're in a public health emergency okay so them having limited doses and already having orders from other countries is one thing but how much does this also have to do with the fact that they might not want to be seen prioritizing one state over the other say in a case where they end up giving vaccines to maharashtra first rather than say tamil nadu so that's a very highly likely scenario because we're right now we're seeing a lot of politicization of the distribution of vaccines we see statements from different states and different union territories coming out when they are told by specific companies that they will not be able to meet their orders that they will not be able to supply the amounts that they require and we saw this a couple of weeks ago with uh Delhi and um Bharat Biotech when they'd responded to a request from the Delhi government to supply covaxin to the union territory to the capital the company had said that they were right now focusing on orders to the center that they were trying to fulfill the orders that had already been placed and so they wouldn't really be able to meet this specific demand as a result what we have all seen is that delhi ended up having to shut 100 centers for vaccination that were using covaxin because they no longer got the supply there was also on some level a bit of backlash against the company as a result because the government put out their letter on the social media site twitter and had sort of publicly in a way named and shamed them for not really following through 
with their commitment to help these different states and these different union territories be able to vaccinate those between the ages of 18 to 44 for free. Right. These incidents and them prioritizing some states over the other would, I suppose, make them look bad. But also, I was wondering, does individual states procuring doses from different manufacturers also affect what they end up paying for the vaccines? So if we're talking about the price that each state has to pay per dose, it shouldn't be because according to the government's last guidelines on this, this was supposed to be a uniform price per dose across states. But then if you really look at it in terms of the population that each state will have to cover, you're going to have to dissect it by which state really has the highest proportion of people between the ages of 18 to 44. And a lot of states have come out with these announcements saying that they would provide vaccinations to this age group for free, which then means you're going to be bearing uh, the entire cost of procuring these specific vaccines at the same price per dose that other states will be procuring them for. But the amount that you end up paying in the end will be much higher than other states if the population that you're targeting to provide these vaccines for free to is much higher than, than the other states that you're competing with. The other thing that we have to understand is that the price that states and private hospitals will be paying for these doses is much higher than what the center is paying at the moment. So for Covishield and Covaxin, the center has made it clear that they are purchasing each dose at about 150 rupees. But for states, Covishield is priced at about 300 rupees a dose, which is twice the price that the center is paying. Covaxin is still priced much higher. It's at about 400 rupees a dose. So the prices that states will end up paying for these vaccines, even though they will be uniform across states, will still sort of be much more than what the center ends up paying for these vaccines. So what do experts say should have been done instead of the policy and strategy that we are currently following? Experts have been quite unanimous in their alternative for this entire issue. What they've said is the system that we had been following so far, which is central procurement, the center buys the vaccines, uses its own centralized cold storage facilities, it manages to, according to a specific calculation or formula, manages to figure out how many doses have to go to each state, and it, it transfers these doses to these states so that they can meet their targets for vaccination. Now, there was really nothing wrong with that system, where the center was able to buy all these vaccines in bulk at a much lower price than what the states and the hospitals would have to pay. And it was able to supply them in almost timely manner to all of the states that needed them. What ideally they should be doing is using this same system as opposed to decentralizing it, as opposed to asking states to basically fight against each other for limited capacity and have some states block several million doses of one vaccine while the other state is left with nothing. 
what the center should have ideally been doing in this case was to follow that same system that they used at the beginning of uh, their vaccination program this year. And in the case of hospitals, it wouldn't have really hurt for them to use the same system that they were using before, which is to procure the vaccines, sell them to the hospitals at a specific price, which is much lower than what the companies are procuring, what the hospitals are procuring them at from these companies, and fix a ceiling price, saying that, okay, you cannot charge more than X hundred rupees from those between the age groups of 18 and 44 for this vaccination. That would have ideally helped in a more equitable access to these vaccines. Right now, every state in the country is facing some kind of vaccine problem because there is an acute shortage. And this shortage exists despite India being the world's largest supplier of vaccines. We had discussed in a previous episode that this is the case because of lack of planning, the government not pre-booking vaccine doses and exporting vaccines to other countries in a short period of time. And all this has resulted in an extremely slow vaccination drive and even tensions taking place on the ground. Like in a village in Rajasthan, for example, an ongoing vaccination drive for the 18 to 44 age group had to be stopped, essentially because the state is facing a shortage. Deep Mukherjee, who reports on Rajasthan for the newspaper, tells us what happened. Deep, you write that in this particular village in Rajasthan's Seeker district, the vaccination drive for the 18 to 44 group had to be essentially stopped. Could you talk about exactly what happened there? So this has been the story for several villages across many districts in Rajasthan, which are confirmed by health officials of the state. So what happened in this particular village is that there was a vaccine slot for this particular village, Jajod, which is in Lakshmangar in Seeker district. So for the past several days, what the villagers told me is that whenever there was a vaccination drive for the village in the 18 to 44 year category, several people from outside the village, at times even from different districts would come to the center simply because of the fact that booking a slot through the website is quite difficult and they couldn't get slots near their own areas where they reside. And that is why they would come to this village. And this didn't go down well with the villagers the people like the local Gram Panchayat and uh, they staged a protest on Saturday. What happened is that uh, there was a scheduled vaccination drive for Saturday morning and around uh, 80 vaccines doses were set to be administered to the people who would come there. But uh, once the villagers went to the center, they came to know that most of these 80 people who had booked the slots were from outside the villages. Also, like from districts such as Churu or Bikaner or Nagor. So there they were very angry about the fact and they ended up staging a protest and didn't let the vaccination drive to take place. Villagers guarded the vaccination center and the administration had to be called in. And the administration held talks with the villagers. At one point of time, the police was also called to maintain the law and order situation. 
and finally after the talks the local administration agreed that uh, they would conduct another vaccination uh, drive on the same day around 3 pm so the information about this uh, drive was given only to the villagers of jajod and they were said like they should be ready on the website and the, as soon as the slot opens they will have to book their appointments but despite that even during the 3 pm slot they found like several other people from different places have once again come to the village to take their vaccines so according to the villagers of the 90 doses which were administered in the 3 pm slot around 30 people were from the village the rest were from different places and it's essentially because of this vaccine shortage that we are seeing people going to far away places to get a vaccine shot right yes definitely actually the health officials say that whenever for example the project director of the immunization who is looking after the entire vaccination process in rajasthan told me that whenever say there is a slot of 200 which opens on the website and uh, it like gets filled within minutes like if there is a slot for 200 around 2000 or 2500 people would be hoping to secure an appointment to get the vaccine so because of the vaccine shortage the slots are made like of small doses and the demand of the people the sheer demand is so high that the slots are not adequate to meet the demand and that is why like there are people who for example a person living in the outskirts of jaipur who can't find a slot uh, near his area or his village or his town so he tries to get a slot in the nearby district in some remote village where he thinks that it would be easier to get the slot and that is how people from one area go to another place just to get vaccinated and at times also travel for more than 100 kilometers after booking the slot because such is the demand for the vaccine at present in rajasthan it is also very interesting that uh, earlier what happened was when the vaccination drive started there was not much people who would be coming forward to take the vaccination that was particularly because of various misconceptions or apprehensions and superstitions among the people and the chief minister ashok gehlot he had to also appeal to the people to come forward to take the vaccines but now there has been sort of a role reversal like i spoke with the subdivisional officer sdo of lakshmangarh who was present there during the conflict on saturday in jajod and who uh, spoke with the villagers and mediated between the villagers and the outsiders proverbial outsiders who were stopped by the villagers to take the vaccines and he told me that there was a time when the local administration would have to convince really hard for the people to get the vaccines but now what has happened is that the people want the vaccines in large numbers and the demand is far far greater than the supply so what is the reason that we are seeing this demand right now especially among the young population so the reason behind the fact the such high demand uh, in the younger age groups is because in the second wave in rajasthan the people from relatively younger age groups have tested positive increasingly for example in tonk there is a study by the chief medical and health officers office and it shows that the uh, people from the age group of 31 to 40 are the most vulnerable to the disease this time in the second wave so that is why there is a huge rush for vaccines 
and the shortage has contributed to this situation of conflicts where uh, villagers are not letting people from even adjacent villages to come to the vaccination camp held in those places and now this problem of vaccine shortage will i suppose will remain for some time so what steps are authorities planning to take so that similar situations don't arise where you know people from one place uh, are angry that people outside their jurisdiction will come and take their vaccine slots so i spoke with several officials and many say that uh, had the system been like the one which is being adapted for the 45 plus vaccination for those who are above 45 years of age and now the government has also done it like they have enabled walk in vaccination for uh, like in government centers so they said that uh, right now for example if someone of the age of 45 or above it can go to a vaccination center and then register on the spot verify his or her identity card and get the vaccine shot but in the case of the 18 to 44 year old age group vaccination what used to happen is that suppose there is a 200 dose slot and of that 200 dose slot all are full and they are booked in advance and there are only 140 people who turn out for the vaccination and 60 doses are remaining but the government officials couldn't administer those 60 doses even if there are people from the same age group who are eligible are standing outside the vaccination center because of the fact that those slots are already booked so that used to be a huge problem so before this walk in vaccination was allowed the local administration what they would do is that they would choose a village which is relatively neutral where like the tempers are not flaring as in a village where people are hostile towards outsiders and they would pick that spot and uh, ensure that a vaccination drive takes place and also because of the sheer shortage of vaccine the slots are like minimal like 200 doses 150 doses or 100 doses so what is happening is that anyways not many people are getting vaccinated in this particular age group and the officials want to like avoid any skirmishes or any confrontations so that is why they are currently hoping to like either go to a neutral village or wait for the time till the moment when walk in vaccinations are allowed and in the end we talk about a murder case involving three policemen the case in question is that of fazal hussain who had been a vegetable vendor working in the unnao district in uttar pradesh and who died after he was picked up by the up police last week for flouting covid-19 norms and was then allegedly severely beaten fazal was just 18 years old now three policemen are accused of his killing in this segment we talk to asad rehman who's been reporting on the story and he starts by telling us about the incident from the beginning on friday around 2 pm fazal hussain was picked up from his vegetable shop in the market which is barely few meters away from his house and around 500 meters from the police station fazal was picked up by two policemen satya prakash and constable vijay choudhury and he was taken to the police station uh, the family alleges that he was beaten up and that there is video footage which shows fazal not being able to stand and repeatedly collapsing 
and then around 4 pm or in say an hour or so he was taken to the local community health center the hospital where the health center referred him to a better facility and by the time the ambulance could reach the community health center fazal had died and police had initially said that he was picked up for a violation of covid curfew in the state whereas his family had said that he was only selling vegetables in the market and there were others too present there right and now of course after his death his autopsy has taken place so what does the autopsy report tell us about what happened the autopsy report for fazal came out on saturday and it revealed that fazal's cause of death was a head injury and that he had a total of 14 contusions on his body including one injury which was behind his ear which was a severe injury and there were injuries on his back mostly and there were some injuries just where the rib cage is and a few on his legs so this is what uh, autopsy report has concluded that his cause of death was a head injury and that he had several contusions on his body and injury marks on his body also you had mentioned earlier that there is cctv footage of the police station but as we understand there is also cctv footage available from the vegetable market where he worked could you talk about what all that footage shows us so after going through the cctv footage that came from the police station and a shop from the vegetable market it became clear that fazal was picked up from the vegetable market and was taken on a motorcycle and the camera at the vegetable market had shown fazal being slapped by one of the cops and then the cop makes him sit on his motorcycle and they goes away and uh, then there is some footage from the police station which shows that fazal is being taken away or he's being brought to the police station and that he's having difficulty in standing and that he's struggling to stand and then there are two people who are trying to help him walk but he's not being able to walk and he's he collapses at least thrice and then eventually they start giving him water and then he is taken away from the police station after that fazal was taken to the community health center where the doctors said that two policemen had brought him to the community health center and uh, this is where the family is leveling allegations against the third policeman seemawat who helped the cops take him to the community health center after he was injured and was collapsing so the doctor at the community health center says that the cops came with him and then they left the scene and by the time the ambulance could come fazal had died of his injuries which has become clear in the postmortem analysis so what do the up police have to say about the incident now earlier of course they had said that fazal had died due to a heart attack but because of the autopsy report now we know that's not the case so what exactly are they saying now the police initially had said that it seemed like fazal had suffered a heart attack and uh, initially there was no case against the policemen and only they were suspended from their duties all three of them but after local people and the family members protested on the main road near the police station and huge protest took place that day for more than 8 to 10 hours so after that the police finally lodged a murder case against the three policemen and charged them with 302 the ipc section for murder and police currently are saying that they are investigating the case they have already made an arrest one of the 
policeman who's been accused whose home guard Satya Prakash was arrested yesterday and while the other two police say are absconding and will be arrested very soon Shortly after this recording yesterday one more policeman accused in the killing of Faisal Hussain was arrested This second policeman was Vijay Chaudhary The third policeman Seemawat however is still absconding You were listening to Three Things by the Indian Express. Today's show was written and produced by me, Shashank Bhargav, and was edited and mixed by Suresh Pawar. If you like the show, then do subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also recommend the show to someone you think will like it. Share it with a friend or someone in your family. It's the best way for people to get to know about us. You can tweet us at Express Podcasts and write to us at podcasts at IndianExpress dot com.